funny. I was just talking to Jess about that yesterday. Because she's like, I don't have a Twitter. Is Twitter still popular? I was like, well, it's the, it's the app I'm on the most. Really? Besides Instagram, yeah. I'm on a lot of them. But I, I just, it's more so like, I gave her an example. Like, you know, last night's national championship game. People that you follow, like, are, are live tweeting about it. Like, I, I love seeing those reactions. Or, like, I watch an episode of a TV show or I watch a movie. I go there to see people's, like, comments, jokes, reactions to it. That's, that's what I use it for. But I'm not. I just Google Reaction like react, to like Will reviews Smith and slap. stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, WrestleMania. I think I want to get into wrestling because apparently, WrestleMania this year was awesome. Yeah, what's it? Stone Cold back Stone to back. Stone Cold came days. back. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Logan Paul. I, yeah. dude, I'm gonna tell you, and this is gonna be controversial. The Paul brothers are starting to win me over. Why? I, I don't know. I just like their style. Did you? Like, I, um, I used to think they were just douchebags who were just like talking for likes, and I'm like, yeah, that's what they're still doing. I don't know, man. They they back up like Jake Paul. Might, like everyone might hate him, he has backed up everything he's said. He beat the piss out of Tyron Woodley, and, and, I, and I'm a big UFC fan. Like these guys are back. I, mean, I even I even remember. You're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna know this. I don't think there's any other UFC fans in the room. When Paulo Costa was scheduled to face Israel Adesanya, Israel Adesanya is my favorite fighter. He's uh, Australian. Uh, like super, like um, I think he was born originally in Nigeria, if I'm not mistaken. Moved to New Zealand when he was really young. Grew up like a nerd, like super into Naruto and anime, and is now the middleweight champion for okay. UFC, undefeated in his weight class. You know, they call him the style bender. He's just he's a kickboxer. He's he's amazing. So they were scheduled to fight this guy Paulo Costa, who's this big jacked Brazilian dude who shouldn't be fighting at that weight anyway. He's way too heavy. But it was like a lot of like uh, prep for this fight. This was a, a year or two ago. There was a lot of build up. Oh, is this the guy who could stop Izzy? He's so he's a big brawler. He can knock Izzy out. All this stuff. And in that build up, like Logan Paul went to go like train. He got ended up getting knocked out by Paul Costa in training. Like they were doing like training yeah. boxing, and he just got hit with a right hand and like and went out for a second. But then they did wrestling training, and Logan Paul like wrestled in high school. I don't know about college, but he wrestled in in high school. And going up against a UFC fighter, like, you know, they were just, like, grappling, like, in a training scenario. He, like, had moves. Like, Logan he was... Or Jake Logan Paul? Logan was, Logan's like... how tall is he? Like, 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, I don't know if he's that tall. That's huge. Maybe yeah. he's, like, 6'2". Like, he's a big dude, but I don't know if he's 6'4". Well, he, he had some moves, man. And it's like, oh, this guy, like... A lot of people talk a big game. You know, this guy, he, like, he could scrap. And that's, that's one of the hardest things to learn when you're, you know, in any kind of UFC or... MMA thing is like the wrestling and grappling portion mm -hmm. and he was going toe to toe with a high level professional fighter and yeah. like he wasn't getting taken down he was he was scrambling on the ground he was you know switching positions he was like I'll show you the video later it was it was pretty impressive so and then plus uh they're big into trying to get UFC fighters more money which like I'm all about I'm yeah big, I think that's of, yeah of, Jake Paul I know has said that um yeah, I don't know. There, yeah, J uh, Logan Paul was at WrestleMania this year. He had like a what is poke dude. His outfit was 5. cool. Point million Pokemon card or it something. Was a, it was it was it was like this rare Pikachu card. It wasn't an NFT, right? It was a just no, it was an actual, actual card. An actual yeah. card. It was a, the most expensive Pokemon card ever sold, and he bought it for like five point two million. And he had like dude, and I think his outfit was on point. Apparently, my brother, because my brother's a big wrestling fan, he had like had some cool moves in there. Nice. Uh, yeah, and like you know. From what I hear, you know, the Hollywood gossip, he's actually, like, a really nice... Jake is, like, a whatever, but apparently, you know, especially after that whole thing in the woods when he was, like, a YouTube star, 
Logan Paul is actually like a very nice dude. Doesn't really, like really party. Like is in bed early. Works out really? a lot. Does his podcast. Like he's not really like a. He's been famous since he was like 15, Vine, 14. 15, 16. Yeah, those Vine days. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I think people like me personally, I can't get over the video he did in the woods, um, in the Japanese yeah, dude, woods. But, like, but then you look at his podcast. And who he interviews and like how old was he when he like well, you know when he was a gotta, kid yeah, yeah we gotta give people a break no you know I agree I mean? he I was agree. like he was like seventeen now he's like thirty or I like can't 28. stand Jake Paul I just because I I but I couldn't stand him because all he does is talk and then I finally watched some fights I was like I no mean, he's like a fighter he's he a fighter. can fight you know I'd like to see him maybe box an not an actual boxer because what the guy Ben Ben, ben, ben Askren was ben not Askren. Was, was was notoriously not a boxer yeah no no but he wasn't was he even a good UFC fighter it's at complicated some point? okay he was not good so he fought in other organizations he fought in Bellator and he fought in one championship which are basically like the other two and they're decently sized um it's there's like three ones besides the UFC there's um the PFL Professional Fighters League there's Bellator, which is like number two. Yeah. And then there's one championship. And like you you can make a good living, you know, like there's big stars in, in Bellator. One championship has a pretty, like they had a pretty big fight a couple weeks ago. It's a legit um, league, right? Legit, yeah. they're, they're all yeah. legit leagues. Okay. Like if you're fighting yeah, at that yeah. level, you're, they're all yeah, legit they leagues. They like, um, sorry to interrupt, but they like a minor league-ish type? There like, are minor leagues, like, like Cage Warriors, which is based in the UK. That's where... Conor McGregor started, Michael gotcha. Bisping. That's like the minor leagues for the UK. There's yeah. other minor league ones. Um, but in terms of like a professional league where if you're if you're the champion of your weight class of that league, like you're considered, you know, world class. Uh, it's basically Bellator, PFL 1, and then the UFC. So he fought, he was undefeated. Um, I think he was welterweight, so he was 170. Undefeated in one championship and undefeated in Bellator. So like high level uh, undefeated, he was champion in both. Never, never lost. Mm-hmm. Um, wrestler, he was. He was. I think he won the the Hodges Trophy, which is like college wrestler of the year. D one. Oh, sh- I okay. want to say he went to like Minnesota, like one of those freaking schools, yeah. like like Oklahoma, one of those those wrestling schools. Then he like retires at like I don't know thirty three, thirty four, and then they finally get him to the UFC at like thirty. He was retired for like two years, and he finally comes in the UFC. He fights Robbie Lawler, who's Older, but is like a legend. Like Robbie, you know, Robbie Ruthless Lawler is like a legend. Um, he was former champion. Robbie beats the piss out of him for the entire round and then gets like locked in a choke the last minute of the first round. Um, and the ref stops it thinking he went out. There's some dispute about that, but yeah. Ben Astron gets the win. Then in his next fight, he fights Jorge Masvidal. And Jorge Masvidal, and he was talking That's the guy that need him. That need f- him. Oh. Yeah. I didn't and know that was Ben Astron. And then after that, he lost. Uh, in his third UFC fight to Damian Maya, who was an older grappler, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu guy. What was Ben Askren saying to Jorge? We were just talking to ben Askren about his family, is, right? Ben Askren is a, is a notorious a champion shit talker, like up there with Chael Sonnen, who like in, basically invented shit talking for the UFC. Yeah, he was like brought like WWE style shit talking to the UFC. Um, ben Askren was like that, you the know, and even, yeah. and he's funny, even like the night after he got knocked out and he went home, he posted on Twitter. He was just basically like, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he's a funny guy. Um, but his UFC tenure was not good only because he was older. It turned out right after he lost to Damian Maya, he needed like an entire hip replacement. He's like, I've needed a hip replacement for like three years. So he was an elite level fighter of his day, but he was 
strictly a wrestler. He wouldn't even really use striking to set up his take. He was just so good at wrestling, he didn't yeah. need, need any striking. So to fight him is like, yeah, he might beat me in boxing, but Jake Paul's been like training. Like when you, if you've been training almost full time for like three or four years, no, are you going to be like a Floyd Mayweather who's been doing this since he was six years old? No, but like you're, you can be legit. You know yeah. the moves, you know how to do all that. He's not fighting total, like he's going to fight Tyson Fury's brother next, Jake Tommy Paul? Fury. Uh, Jake Paul is like, that's oh, the wow. fight. Is they're supposed to be Tommy Fury. Who's still a noob? He doesn't have that many fights on his record, but you got Tyson Fury. In it's your Tyson corner. Fury's like brother, <laughs> yeah, yeah. who basically said, if you, lose, "If you lose to Jake Paul, I'm going to disown you." He said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I like their style. I liked his outfit at the WrestleMania. We should do like a cigar thing with WrestleMania. We should do like a wrestling cigar. I'm sure there's one out there. Already. I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. If not, somebody would make one. I, know, I, I think as a kid, I, I watched wrestling. Um, uh, did you as a kid or not really? I was, I was into it as a kid. I never knew much about it. I just thought it was awesome. I knew awesome, like the people you know? of the day. I knew Stone yeah. Cold, The Rock, Kane, The Undertaker, China. China, yeah. Um, uh, mankind, yeah. you know. Uh, t- towards like getting, I guess, towards middle school, high school is when I got, like, I know, like, Batista. Like, I didn't know Batista as a wrestler. You know, like I didn't follow wrestling when he was doing it. Um, I didn't really follow wrestling. Like I, I knew Brock Lesnar from the UFC before I knew him from. Like I knew he was from wrestling, but he was another freaking beast, dude. Yeah, he's a monster. But I wanted to talk about um, something today. I wanted to talk about if there was a cigar Hall of Fame, not a Mount Rushmore, but if there's a cigar Hall of Fame. I, don't, I think there may maybe is one, but it's not like a it's not like a separate entity. I, th- I want to say like cigar aficionado might have yeah, one. somebody I was just like about that. to ask. Are we about to create something like magical that is going to blow up now? Because no. this sounds okay. <laughs> I was going to say this. The sounds, idea of a hall of fame is not a new idea. <laughs> no, no, no. But a cigar hall of fame. I don't, if you're I, saying I, there's no cigar hall, of but fame. here's the thing: is even if we started one, it's, it wouldn't be yeah. independent. It would be the same as if cigar. I think cigar aficionado has one. There's like a legends thing. That, like, I think Carlito, Fuente, and Jorge Padron are in, you know. But what would it take to qualify? Because, dude, Hall of Fames are tough. What would it take to qualify to be in the Cigar Hall of Fame? Who's, who's definitely in it? And then, like, you know, like, there, there are people that are cemented. There's nothing you could say that they are in it. Yeah, who's but first then, ballot, second ballot, third ballot kind yeah, of thing? So, so the qualifications would have to be... It can't just be like, oh, you made a lot of sales. It'd have to be significant contributions to the industry. Awards. Over, over, and um, eh, awards are tricky because, you know, like, okay, you yeah. know, Cigar Aficionado has yeah. their biases, you yeah. know, like, you know, people's opinions on the cigars are different. Like, you know, people might have not liked any Steven Spielberg movie, but to say he, like, he has definitely contributed to the zeitgeist of film yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's indisputable that the he impact is, he has had yes. you might hate everything from jaws to saving Reverend Ryan. i mean without steven spielberg we would have to me we'd have no jj abrams so yeah you're you're right you'd have no like a lot like there's yeah. there's so yeah. many things that are based upon him um so i think f- first ballad definites are any of the big legacies um so and we're going to do the individual. We're not doing like company. We're doing like individual, like like the person. Okay, the person. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So Carlos and Carlito Fuente are in the Hall of Fame. Like there's, they're, they're, they, they the changed, first ballot, yep, they yeah. changed the game. They're, and they're like first versus, like there would be my, my Mariano Rivera. Like okay, they're, yeah. they are the Hall of 100%, Fame. 100%, yeah. 
100 um, votes. The Padrone family, Jorge and, uh, you know, George and, and I want to say Orlando was the dad or the granddad. I'm not sure. But the Padrones are Hall of Fame. The Placencias are Hall of Fame. They're, they're there. What I would like to talk about today, because we can do this over multiple episodes, is some of the unsung heroes that maybe somebody like you or some of our viewers don't really know about, but who are like first ballot Hall of Famers. And I think the first one that I want to speak a little bit about today is um, <clears throat> Jose Cejas. I don't know that much about his history. I remember him, you know, back in the day. Jose Cejas was like big time Dominican. Like he, he originated like the original Monte Cristo blend. Like he worked with Altidus in those early days. Jose Cejas is like an OG. I don't even know what he's done for the past few years. You want to bring up like a, see if there's an article. It's a uh, Jose, which I'm sure you can spell. And then Cejas, I believe is S E I J A S. Just type in like Jose Cejas, like cigars. I'm sure there's an article about him in aficionado. The Quiet Man. Say hi. Yep, the Quiet Man article I think is about him. If you want to look that up, Justin, or was he, he just work? He works behind the scene, or is he like he was a blender? I, I'm trying. That's why I wanted him because I, yeah. I, I I saw something the other day. And I'm like, oh, Jose Cejas. I like that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. But he was such like a big deal when I first started. Uh, I want to say he worked a lot with Altidus. And then I remember him even having his own brand. It was called Jose Seos. And they were, especially at the time, they were very expensive. They were like $11 a cigar. I remember they had like a white band and they came in a fight. And they were very, very good. They were very, very good. Yeah, it says, Monte Cristo, H. Upman, Romeo and Julieta. They are three of the biggest names in Dominican cigars. And they're made by one man. When was o this article written? Our odds are you do not know him. This was written... That's got to be like 2002 or something. 2001. Yeah, 2001. 2001 yeah. Wow, I am very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, he is like one of those OGs that, you know, he was, it was a time before like the celebrity, you know, the celebrity marketing happened. I mean, Carlito Fuente was definitely doing it, but it was not like, a, you know, this was before Tatawa, like when that article was written, Tatawahe wasn't a thing yet. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, Pep, I don't even know wow. if Pepin Garcia uh, was even in the country yet. I'm not sure. I don't know when he came over. Um, and I want to say, like, they really didn't get going. Like, my father and Tatawahe was, like, 2005, 2004. Between 2004 and 2006 is when they – so I don't even know if Pepin was here yet. Um, but Jose Cejas was, like, legitimate, groundbreaking. I, and, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, if somebody out there has more knowledge about this time period, because this is, like I said, this is right as I'm entering the industry. So I wasn't, there was, you know, I wasn't really, there, I, there was no half wheel. Or if, if there was, I guess there was half wheel in 2011, but, like, I wasn't reading it yet. Like, there wasn't as much knowledge. But I want to say he was one of the, basically the founders, how, how we know Dominican cigars today, how, like those original, the Monte Cristo original, the Monte Cristo classic, the Romeo Reserva Real, these, you know, these, this style of Dominican cigar, I want to say was basically originated by him. Um, if, if like his, his style was incredibly influential in, in building that. I guess he retired. I guess I, I don't know what happened with him. And then there's like the group of De Maestros. Kate, I, I don't know how that like what what went on there. Uh, I think he's retired. He might even have passed away. I don't think he passed away. 
but I think he's definitely retired. Um, How many people do you think newer cigar smokers or n- newer people who enter the industry know about him? Like it's zero. It's a- I, I doubt bes- in, in our office besides Brendan, Joe, Rudy, Steve, and Christine, just because he's been here a while, I doubt anyone in that office has any idea who he is. Um, anybody who's been in the industry a while will know. Yeah. Uh, because, because like it, he was very impactful. I wish I want to do like a profile on him. I wish you try to get That'd be yeah. awesome. I want, I don't quote me on it. If you can, he didn't pass away. Did he? Can you, are you finding any articles that he, so he hasn't passed away, but the most recent stuff that's been published is for a company called Matilde cigars. Mm. I know Matilde. Yeah. So he's working with them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, he was like, uh, he was a big, he, he's like a big, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, who else is like first ballot? I'm only going to, I'm going to compare it to sports. I'm sorry. The way you're describing him. He, he, I would he say sounds like, like Jerry Tim, West. Jerry West, Tim Duncan, like. No, not to, like earlier than Tim Duncan. Like Tim okay. Duncan's like pretty recent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like a Jerry OG, West okay, where he's yeah. like, his influence is being felt and you gotcha. don't even know what okay, it is. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like you don't even know what it is. Good poll, sir. Good no, poll. No, I mean, no, listen. I'm, Are you watching Winning Time or I not? I watched the first episode. I gotta yeah. watch more. I gotta watch more. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So he, I know more about basketball than you do now. So yes. Like, <laughs> what are you even gonna talk about? Like, exactly. Sit there and get married or whatever the hell you're doing. <laughs> Um, all right, so he's the first ballot. Who else would be in your that like you said that um, people the, that may the, not know or so the uh, um, so like another OG from from like a similar kind of back not not background but a similar kind of style in the Jose Sayas was Benji Menendez or Benji Mendez I yes. think it's Menendez. Um, he was uh, I I don't know what is again these are guys that they weren't like celebrities so you didn't really follow their career like that you just know of them. Uh, he was the senior vice president and like big blender for general um, in, I don't want to say the general, like their heyday that they're not in their heyday now, but uh, in like their late 90s, like their nineties, early two thousands, you know, when, when them and Altus like reigned supreme kind of thing, like boutique brands really weren't a thing yet. Um, but he was like the main blender behind like the original Macanudos, the Partagas, um, not La Gloria, uh, Punch, Hoya de Monterey, like all these general brands. Benji Menendez, he just did a cigar. Is I want to say with William Ventura. I it's a it Cuban factory. The Cuban by factory by with Benji Menendez. Benji yeah. Menendez. It was. I him. think it's a blue box. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. He did yeah. one with. They did one with him, and they did one with um, Manuel Quesada. Yes. Yeah. He's another, yeah. another first ballad. Um, like listen, there, there's legends that are that are incredibly popular now. Like the Garcias, I would I would put Pepin as a first ballad, because um, like first ballad just means that like regardless of the like you didn't have to be like a founding member. It's just you had a huge impact. Right? Yeah, I mean like t- t- I only compare it honestly to like sports. Like for some reason Terrell Owens was a third ballot Hall of Fame, and because I, of it, because of I think attitude. it's because of his attitude. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that had a lot to play into that you know yeah. um but yeah it's now are you going to be counting i still don't this? understand how mariano rivera is the like and, and but i love mariano but how he's the only one to ever get a hundred percent i feel like that's petty I, like the guy who did it for Derek jeter is definitely like an a oh of course yeah but like how did babe ruth not get 
Like a hundred percent. I hate to say it. I really do think it has to do with personality. I don't know anyone in this who loves sports or even especially baseball has said anything bad about Mariano Rivera. People could be like, Daryl Jeter was a player. He treated women wrong. He did this. He he was overrated. Thing, like people can go there and I say that. I get that for now, but at the time, at he the was time, from, like no, I don't think was, anybody gave a crap that Babe Ruth cheated on his wife. Like this is the forties. I don't give a. You know what I mean? Ty, with Ty Cobb, I can definitely see people not voting him in unanimously because yeah. he was in a toy. Like, he would spike up, like, you know, like he would, when he would slide into base, he would put yeah, his sp- yeah. metal spikes. Like, he was a bad guy. Yeah, so I don't know. I think Tremendous people, ta- player, but I think people take it too personal. They, they, they add in the personal, which I'm kind of surprised, like, certain players, like, for basketball, like, Allen Iverson's a first ballot, but, like, he was the pariah of the NBA for so long because... I'm guessing Isaiah Thomas was probably first ballot. Oh, yeah. What, it, you, whatever, dude, the, it, whatever the last dance as long said as about you him... As long as you didn't cheat, commit a mate, like, a murder, mm-hmm. and well, it should, yeah. besides those things, it should be, did you... Did you contribute on the field, impact on, the on the court? Game? Yeah, yeah. What was your on the impact game? on the game? Like, yeah. what, how did you impact it? You know, like, like Pete and, Rose and should stats. be in the Hall, I think Pete, stats Pete Rose play should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, that's, that's yeah. I I think unfortunately they're going to give it to him um, when he dies. Posthumous is it posthumous? Posthumously, yeah. yeah. They'll do that. They'll do something like that, and people will be in an uproar. I, I feel think like. if you took a poll of all baseball fans, I think probably eighty percent would be like, yeah, let him in the Hall of Every Fame. Every baseball. Fan, you everyone I know thinks he should be in there, dude. I honestly thought that everyone who lost out this year, I, I honestly think Roger Clemens and, ba- and Barry Bonds should be in there. I do, yeah. Like, I mean, they can't get wait, what is that where they can't get voted in again for a while, or is it like they I can't get voted permanent. in at all? I think, it's, I think they can't yeah, get because it's been in. like 10 times, and they're in. And, and I think Ro- that's I love a shame. what Roger Clemens said. He's like, My wife and I have we never thought that a Hall of Fame was going to define me. You know, we knew this day was going to come, so it is what it is, you know. I, I, I think that in it, in it, I think if you do steroids now, like I think if somebody's going on a crazy run like now and you get caught, then it's like, but when you're in an era where like everybody was doing it and you were just the best, like like, yeah, like Lance Armstrong, yeah. When, yeah, they, yeah. when they took away his medals and they went to like the, the first person on the, on the leaderboard who didn't use any steroids, it was like the f- number 15 guy. Yeah. That, yeah. that means the top 14 people were using steroids and Lance was the best of them. Yeah. <laughs> after surviving, can- like, give the guy his medal, dude. If you were to do a Cigar Hall of Fame, would it be, you have to wait four or five years till a cigar came out? Or you're doing it per person, not company per se. You know how like, in ba- like baseball and basketball, you have to wait like five years till you're done playing to even get considered think, in the I Hall of Fame. I think that there would be an initial, like, there'd be an initial meeting of the board. Can also, can you, can you, uh, Look up like if there's a, like a cigar Hall of Fame. I have two articles pulled up right now. One is from Cigar Advisor and one's from Cigar Aficionado. Yeah. They have a hundred, and the Cigar Advisor is the top fifteen. But it's mostly like you know influential figures like entertainment, like Winston Churchill, Bradshaw, Marx, Orson. No, 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 no. That's that. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I'm not including any of them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't include them. That's that's because they like because. While they might have contributed culturally, I'm talking about like, that's like, uh, I'm trying to even think of a comparison. That's like putting Billy Crystal in the Baseball Hall of Fame because he was like such a big fan. It was like all oh, the Yankee games. Like, I guess there's an yeah, argument. Cooper's Hall of Fame. Yeah, I guess yeah. there's like an argument for it, but like, not really. Now, I don't want to say influencers, but media figures get to go in, um, you know, like, well, yeah, well, that's how like John done. Sterling is yep. going to be in the baseball hall of fame. So like media David figures, Aldridge, basketball, yeah. like, you know, 
So you push Char- Charlie Minato. You're pushing for yourself to be in it. No, I don't want to be in it. I don't want to. Does Babe Ruth get to be in it? No. Base, no? No. No. You didn't contribute to the industry. Like I'm talking about you, you made a contribution to make the industry better. Just because you smoked a lot of the stuff does not make, you know. Now, somebody might have an argument that Winston Churchill, Winston Churchill might have a case because there's a, a, a legitimate, yeah. well-known size named after him, and that's how impactful he was. He might but, have a legitimate case. Yeah, but like not like Still, I'll Gary s- Sheffield or Ray Lewis because they teamed up with Rocky Patel. or Someone no. who's high up on the list is Zeno Davidoff. Zeno Davidoff is definitely first ballot, 100%. So is Heike Kellner, yeah. who was the blender yeah. for Davidoff. Zeno, Zeno Davidoff literally wrote the book on cigar etiquette. I wouldn't read, like, I've read, I read portions well, of it. There's a legit book. There's a legit book, yeah, but it's, it's, it's from a while ago, and it's very, uh, I don't want to say pretentious, but it, it, there's pretension. Is that a word? Pretension? I don't know. Pretension is a word, right? Pretentious is a word. So, well, yeah, yeah. What about pretension? Like, so if you're, if you're a pretentious guy, that means you have a lot of pretension, right? I'm not going to wait for him to Google. I'm just going to assume it's a word. And if it's not, it is now. Uh, there's one, th- like, I'm trying to, can you, dude, sorry, uh, now that you have this whole computer set up, pull up, like, Zeno Davidoff's, like, guide or, or Zeno Davidoff's rules about cigar smoking. What about Jordan? I kind of want to scrap the episode and talk about, like, <laughs> this is, because this could be a whole episode. We'll do this yeah. next week. We'll touch on more of this. Yeah, we'll look into what about Michael Jordan in the Cigar Hall no, of Fame? No, no, no influencers. No, I don't. I don't think so. Like, I think you have to. You, I, you, I, I think it has to be like a you. You've worked yes, in the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, there's nobody in. Not that I can. And I may be wrong. Somebody might correct me. There's nobody. And we're, I'm using the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's the sport I know the most about and how the Hall of Fame works and everything. And like, I also, like I know what stats. Like in football, I don't know. I, like I, I watch football, but I don't know how many touchdowns per year is good to get into a Hall of Fame. But yeah. I know how many hits, how many home runs, what your batting average should be, uh, what your ERA should be, what your whip. Yeah. Like I, I know what those should be for like Hall of Fame level. Um, did you pull up? Is there like a kind of like a quick guide, like some of his rules that he laid out? Yeah, I, I pulled up a list, but there's also the Wikipedia that kind of sums it up fairly yeah, give nicely. Me, give me some of the rules. So some of the rules are do's warm the foot of the cigar slightly before starting yeah, what to are puff some, on yeah, it. Yeah, what are some of the don'ts? Some of the don'ts. Use a pen knife to cut or pierce the end of the cigar. Torch the flame directly to the foot of the cigar. Um, another one is like don't walk while smoking a cigar. Um, don't relight, I think is one of them. Never ask another smoker for a light. Let it burn out on its own. Only smoke the cigar halfway. Yeah, like there's, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do a whole episode just on the yeah. Zeno Davidoff guide. Um, but he's, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer because that, I mean, we talk about contributions at both the retail, the manufacturing, and also like the, uh, the cultural level. Um, I mean, Davidoff is, they're, they're the Ferrari. Like if you're having a car Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ferrari's in it. Now, this is going to be a very noob question. Um, the person who, I guess, founded, let's say, like a general cigar company, Altidus, would you say they would be in it? Um, um, I, I don't think that they were really founded by, like, from what I remember, they're, they were like, they're like companies. They're like, yeah, there's yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Javier. Yeah. Estedes, who's in charge of Tobacco Letter USA, mm-hmm. which is us, Altidus, and the stores. Uh, he's he's a Hall of Famer because okay. he has been a leading industry figure for the biggest company, and he's 
he's a member of like Cigar Board. Like he's okay. not he's not just a businessman. So who's the who's in, who made General Cigar Company? Then I, I guess that's I a, don't know the whole history. It was okay. All right. It was there. You know they they took over the Villa Zon, which okay. was a manufacturer. Then they they. So they took in like they bought out breath like they bought out CAO CAO was its own brand okay, gotcha. La Gloria That's... was its own brand with Ernesto Cadiz Carilla like I I don't know the, but that, these are good ideas for episodes mm. if you want to write these down Justin like the history of like General Cigar we yeah. can do some research uh, maybe get somebody in here who actually knows more than I do about this stuff because I I, yeah. I don't know like th- th- those companies I don't know a lot about a lot of the histories um, yeah Finkel just the, write them down yeah the, the familial ones where it's like Oh, he came from Cuba. Like, I, I kind of know those stories a little bit more because I've written about those. Well, um, I know Altidus was, I mean, I think I guess it's technically it's still based out of Spain, but it was, it was a Spanish company. I, I, don't, I don't know the whole, the whole deal there. Um, there was a lot of, like, buying of other companies and whatever. Uh, but, like, H- Javier, I would put, in the Hall of Fame, um, because he, he was like, uh, uh, what the hell was his name? Um, like a not a great example, but like a Bud Selig. I don't. But yeah, like he, Bud yeah. Selig has like negative connotation to it, but like commissioner, a commission, like in terms yeah. of like a high powered executive, though yeah. he might not be like on the ground in the factory making blends. But he's also not just some suit. He's contributing yeah. at a high level okay. to the industry for a very long amount of time. Um, and I think he's in charge of maybe the CAA, one of the like those kind oh, of wow. union right. groups. So yeah, he's he, Javier is is in there. I guess the question comes down to like you know all those people we kind of agree. It kind of comes down to the people that have come up in our generation, you know, my generation. Um, and how I think of it is, is if we were doing this unveiling now, if unf- and I'm just saying, you know. God forbid if something happened to this person and they stopped making cigars right now because of something. Yeah. Is their resume good enough at this point to get into a Hall of Fame? So I, I think Pete Johnson, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think AJ Fernandez, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, Without being biased here, like, I, I, can, I have some names. So I don't know if they would be. Go on. Like Nick Malillo. Nick Melillo, definitely. John? John, definitely. Dion has to be up there. Dion, yeah. yeah. Dion is definitely. I'm thinking of the, the photo you guys, you know, Greg took in 2019 that re... Jonathan Drew. Yeah, Jonathan Drew. Definitely. Matt, Matt Booth. Or is it because he stepped away and came back? He's yeah, got he like needs that. more time. He has the he has the potential, and this is nothing against is it Matt. Beca- yeah, no, is it, it because, because he has yeah. his hands in so many different things? Too? Yeah, like and he 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 stepped away and came back. You know, it was like he he has yet to get like his his gold ring. Gotcha. Moment. He gotcha. Needs, needs to get that moment. Um, but he's building towards that yeah. now. If he didn't step away, or if he like never worked with that, which was like wasn't his fault. Like, you know, nothing nothing was his fault. Mm-hmm. But if he didn't work with Davidoff and kind of like how he's running the company now, that's how he started it whenever he started it, you know, 10 years ago, he would be a contender definitely now. And like Nick, Pete, John, Jonathan, Drew, they're all first ballot, right? Like without a doubt. Gotcha. Uh, I, I think basically, I think there's only one ballot. I think it's like, okay. I think it's kind of like you're just, you're either in. I think yeah. you're either in or you're out. Yeah. Okay. Um, kind of thing. Um, now there's people like that I 
want to see, like I think have potential for it. Kyle Gallus, I think, has potential for he's, it. He's very young, though, right? He's he's my age. Yeah, yeah. And, but that, he's already been doing this a while. He's that's like a wonder crazy. He's yeah, like a that's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think there's like a second ballot because a second like you either contributed. There, there's no stats. There's no yeah. like like oh well he batted two eighty nine for all these yeah. years, which is like good, but it's not like batting three twenty. Yeah, like Kyle Gallus is a future Hall of Famer, and like yeah, Kyle Gallus is a future again. Yeah. If he if he decided to step away from the industry right now, I don't know if he's yes, there yet. Yeah. But like definitely has a lot of potential. I don't know if this one's controversial. But going back to uh, Michael Herklotz, would you consider Nat Sherman in that Hall of Fame? So Nat Sherman's a company. I mean, I guess the guy from like the third. Eh. Yeah. See that 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 this is where that's tough. Michael Herklotz is Michael Herklotz is in. He's definitely in. Because um, I feel like also you talk about, and I know I keep repeating myself, the impact you have on the industry. And he's had an impact, impact. At, all, at all the major levels. At, yeah. at, at, at every cultural, company, he seems he's yeah. There's he's there's been there's three avenues to make an impact in the cigar industry: cultural, which would include any kind of lifestyle stuff, or media. Media would be considered cultural. Yeah. Um, uh, manufacturing or retail. Yeah. Um, the cultural part is like Michael uh, has Michael Michael yeah. has all three. Now yeah. Nat Sherman, like the founding father, Nat Sherman. I guess he would be into it in the Hall of Fame. That's actually a question I would text Mike and be like, "Hey, if there was a." Hall of Fame, like you're definitely in it, but do you think Nat would be? Because he he obviously had a tremendous impact, but I don't know if that's what he was going for. He wasn't yeah. trying. Like, okay, yeah. I think it was just a business for him yeah. that kind of grew. He was into other businesses. It's, it's it falls under the Matt Booth. It's a, the Matt Booth situation. Yeah, in the sense I mean, of like yeah. you have your hands in different different pots, you know, like. And eventually, would he get there? But yeah, since he started back in the '30s, you know, what 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 would we do? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if there was to be a Hall of Fame, I, I don't know. Like, I think the voting process, um, we wouldn't need a bunch of statistics. It wouldn't be like that. Now, there's two avenues to go in terms of the voting. Do you go to, that's actually three, I guess. You can go the all-star route where you put it out to the people. You list, here's our five nominees for this year, and you do either an Instagram poll yeah. or you, you put out an email or you do this big yeah. thing in a catalog. It's like all-star voting. Then there's an industry vote where you come up with, you know, hey, here's our here's our three nominees for this year. Or, or not see for, for an industry, I wouldn't do nominees. I would do uh, I would find like a hundred influential industry people, not influencers or media, yeah. like industry people. So like, like the SAG awards, essentially like yeah, actors go to voting John, for actors. Pete, yeah. Uh, Nick Malolo, Steve yeah. Saka, these guys, um, and be like, give us two people you think should be inducted this year. And then we take all basically like a consensus mm -hmm. and take all that. And then the third option would be media members, like the press, yeah. you know, like, like how they do for the baseball hall of fame is yep. going to half wheel. Yeah. Coup. It seems like one, one or two, media members a year get inducted in no no. i mean like going to the media for the vote like oh the, for the votes for the vote. oh no oh that would be oh that would be awesome yeah that would, would be it? awesome yo no that would be great to get them because who knows because i really, think the, who I knows think, these guys better than I know, themselves I think, the press, media. I think the press is a reason is like the journalists voting for the baseball hall of fame is uh, one of the reasons people like yeah. and to be honest if i'm a guy who's going to be inducted I would want to be the industry people, not the media or the fans, because I, I personally think 
the highest honor one can get is recognition from their peers. Yes. Um, and I, I think that... Are your peers more so the people from in the industry or the media, do you think? I don't know. Um, no, mine like for would, you. I'm, I'm speaking for I you. Don't, I'm below everybody. I don't have any peers. Because I'm not, I'm not heavily involved in in the retail like I'm Michael doing Herklotz. The, I'm doing the gym in the camera look. Oh, because I'm, I'm I'm not high enough at any of those three in any of those three categories to be considered a peer to anybody. I'm not high enough in the media to be considered on par with Coop or you, know, you say or, these to the these manufacturers, and, no, but, like, and they the, tell you like, bro, you're. That's them being nice because they're on my show and we're giving them. Yeah, because I'm giving them free props. I'm giving them, I'm giving them free advertising. Um, no, and I appreciate that, but like, looking at the numbers, okay, uh, I'm not. And we, I'm, so I'm we, could, we could pull, the, YouTube, it's, you, it's we could pull the YouTube numbers me. right now. Nick has stats upon stats. No, yeah, like, <laughs> com compare them to Cigar Aficionado's YouTube. I mean, compare our our views on the blending room to anything on half. Like uh, Charlie is is I'm, is and Cigar Coop, they're they're big big time. I'm not big time. Uh, I don't do anything manufacturer wise except for like what I did with the 50th and that was I didn't even do anything that was I told the manufacturers like do your coolest thing and then we'll do it so like I'm not big in that and then in retail I haven't worked in a retail yeah, establishment yeah. in years um, at my time your, though I was top contender knowledge there right at my time working in the store I was a top contender yeah <laughs> you know it's like now I'm like listen I didn't win the heavyweight belt, but I was a solid contender yeah. and now and, and now I'm an announcer for HBO boxing. <laughs> yeah. You're the Grant Hill. Grant Hill. Almost yeah. there, almost there. Nah. Um I could have gone. I had I had a, I had, a, a I had an injury. Could have been a contender. Um name that movie. Don't say it. Come on, Justin. Could have been a contender. I could have been, been somebody. You could have been somebody, Nick. What movie? What movie is that? Oh man. Don't you goddamn sit there. Looking like you own a jet ski factory, and you don't Do you know, know the actor at least. <laughs> it could have been somebody. Damn it! You, you're catching me off guard. I know. I'm not trying to be mean to you on camera. You can cut this out if you want to. <laughs> you should be ashamed. I, I'm feeling ashamed, but the mustache is making me feel better somehow. No, that that doubles down on the shame. <laughs> Marlon Brando. On is, is that the on the waterfront? Yes. Waterfront. Yeah, I've seen that movie a lot. You know, me you know, I've, it's retained in my brain. People, then you should have known. People who haven't seen that movie know that that it's from there. The you guy's got so many lines. Okay, Stella. It's his best performance. One What's of his. Stella from? That one's um. Wow. wow. A streetcar named Desire. There you go. Uh, see, I, I did a little period of him in early in college but how about this how about this marlon brando quote you're an errand boy sent here by grocery clerks to collect the bill is that a is that the godfather that's uh, no, not the godfather i have no clue are you an assassin <laughs> you got me apocalypse now yeah ah i should ask you if you knew it because I feel like you're just hopping on the fact that I knew it, and you're like, yep, that's what it was. No, 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 I, I, I was like, no, <laughs> no it was totally, totally apocalypse now, I knew yeah. it. If you had taken, like, the, you know, the sponge and you wiped it across your head, yeah, yeah, it would have, like, yeah. stuck out a little bit more. I've been watching that movie. want him to reenact Marlon Brando on camera. Meets, when he meets Martin Sheen, he's like, are you an assassin? <laughs> I, I always laugh. You're an errand boy sent by grocery clerks to collect a bill. <laughs> 
I wanted to rewatch that the other it's night. Crazy. The un, like the director's cut or something. It's like three hours and fifteen the re- re- minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you got to watch Redux. I, was like, like, I wouldn't. Jess, watch you want to watch it? She's like, put Saving Private Ryan on instead. I was like, hey, that's a win-win for me. Very different movie. Very though. different. But Very I was like, that's such movies. a win-win for me. I, I don't cry at Apocalypse. Apocalypse now is a movie of its time. It's a seventies. The first twenty minutes right, of Saving 80- Private Ryan has just me jolted. Yeah. Between the you know him walking up to the to the grave and then then storming uh, storming Normandy, that's in the uh, both those movies are in the uh, war movie hall of fame. Oh, definitely, that's think, a whole other. Episode I think Saving Private Ryan is the best, but it it was the first one to combine like I guess Platoon maybe and like oh, yeah. Apocalypse Now, but like it took combine like realism with yeah. a story. Yeah. Um, you know, like you know, I, I love like, I love the longest day and like the dirty dozen, but I love when somebody gets shot in those movies and like, and yeah, like Vin Diesel, best acting performance of his career. Like, only acting performance. Only acting performance of his career. He actually, you knew like, he was in that right? character. Jesus No, no, no. Private Ryan. <laughs> no, no, Vin Diesel Private was Ryan. not in the longest day. <laughs> I've never Saving seen Private Ryan. Ryan. You've never seen Saving Private Ryan? I've seen bits Dude, no. Why do you not? I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I, I told you, I, I don't do war movies. Why are movies. you the way that you are? You yeah. watched The Green Knight. There was war in that. Yeah, but that's it might like... might have been a war on my mind. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So it's the war of the mind, the war of the but self. But, like, why do you not... I'm not saying you got to be like, oh, be all for war, but, like, that's a... That's a... That, that's, that's a, a staple. Movie. That's in the zeitgeist, man. That's a movie. Yeah. I actually... I read a really interesting... Art, and I don't want to deviate too much. I want to get back on the Cigar Hall of Fame, but... Very interesting article from, um, I guess it was an excerpt from Kevin Smith's book that, because uh, he was an executive producer on Goodwill Hunting because he yeah. was tight with Ben Affleck at the time. And apparently, and just to show you like that overall Harvey Weinstein was a freaking scumbag Monster, of a businessman, yeah. they had a deal like in his contract with Robin Williams, it was like if the movie... Because obviously the movie, did, uh, uh, the performances all around the story was great, but yeah. the movie did so well at the box office because Robin Williams was in it. Yeah, and it was like if it passed a hundred million dollars at, at the box office, he. It's not like he just gets more money; he gets a bigger percentage of the Weinstein? overall. No, oh, Robin, Rob, Williams Robin Williams gets an o, like a bigger percentage of the overall gross because if it passes a hundred million dollars, it's probably due to him. So if it's if it hits ninety million dollars, he might get. Five percent of the gross, but if it hits over a hundred, he gets like eleven percent. I'm gotcha. making these numbers okay. up, but it was a a pretty big difference that he and the movie comes out. It's doing really well. Has all this Oscar buzz, and Weinstein pulls it from theaters, like when it wasn't slowing down yet. Pulls it from theaters to make sure it doesn't hit, because uh, like the difference, like the amount of money the studio would make at ninety five million versus a hundred million. Like even though like it it, wow. it wasn't like he he just got extras. It was like they were gonna lose like forty million dollars or something was gonna have to go to him if it hit that next year. So with before it even goes to the Oscars, like it was already was nominated, but like the Oscars hasn't happened yet. He pulls it from theaters to stop Robin Williams from making more money. Fucking prick. Yeah. Entourage but, did a good depiction of how Harvey Weinstein was. If you haven't seen it, honestly. Oh, so, with that guy. Yeah, like that was basically him. And apparently, it. so was Tom Cruise in. Um, Tropic Thunder was like a Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, I could see that. Um, anyway, back to the the Hall of Fame. Um, I like I, your, wanna, I like your stance on like you know the industry people voting for industry people and, and everything like that. I, I think that's I think it means more something like you said coming from your peers. That's why I always enjoy when someone who is in film compliments a project because it's like 
It'd be like Coop like complimenting you. You'd be like, man, it, it, it comes, it, it means more something coming from people who, who kind of go through the same trials, tribulations, yeah. and like successes that you have gone through. But as know? a real, as an artist, and I, I'm, I'm just using the movie reference really quickly, we're yeah. going to move back. If I made a movie that only did like a million dollars, it had like a budget of 100,000, it was a small independent yeah. film, and like it didn't do gangbusters, it got pretty good reviews. But Quentin Tarantino put it on his like a must Best watch list. The, yeah, that's I'm like, that's mean more worth than way more to me. Yeah, and so you probably see that a lot here. I think we should do this. I think I'm gonna talk with because like there's no like we don't need to like there's no legal thing. No, I think all we need to do is set up a landing page. We create an award. We do it once a year. We have some kind of virtual event, or we get them in studio. Maybe we even do like a a dinner event, and we send it out to. We create a list of like a hundred industry people. Um. I, I guess we can include the media in that because like they're industry people as well, but it wouldn't be like just the press. It would be like, you know, we create a list of a hundred um, notable manufacturers, yeah. executives, reps, and media members. And it's like right in who you think should be first ballot. You know, and then we basically take the consensus of that. That'd be pretty dope. I think we should do it. I mean, I mean, the, the backhand stuff is easy. Yeah, I, mean, we, I think that'd be. You go to the trophy store down the down the road. You get a trophy. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that hard. <laughs> no, I think and that would be you really make a nice landing page. That'd be interesting because you don't see it. But to me, you don't. I know. You, I guess you see. I get it in the entertainment industry with all the awards shows and all that. But like sports, you see it obviously a lot. But like, yeah, like something for because well, you know what like, the difference is is this is I don't want this to be like oh the Oscars were just them patting themselves no, on the no, back. No, 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 no. We're an outsider, but yeah. we want to acknowledge the. So this is like if a fan did an award show yeah. for movies. This is not like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not Hollywood saying that we need to rule the best man. Yeah. This is an like I consider myself an outsider compared to these giants. So for the recognition of that, um, and maybe maybe we should do some like. Uh, like this, like the first, the first year we do it, we do like five legacy awards, yeah, and then one new entry where it's like Fuente Padron, you know, Davidoff, Davidoff. Yeah. Um, That's perfect. I don't even know Davidoff. Like we sense, wouldn't, we yeah. wouldn't be giving. Like I guess we would posthumously, but like I want to be able to give the award yeah, to somebody. Yeah, but it'd be like the Fuente family, the Placencia family, you know, like these guys are like you're just in, and then we ask the the cigar industry. All right, for first for the first official Hall of Famer that's not these five people that are yeah. already in it. And they, they get a legacy vote? award. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think we should do it. Uh, put in the comment section, uh, if you're listening, if you're watching this on YouTube, put in the comment section who you think should be in it and if you think we should make this a reality. I think we should. Yes. I think, I we think absolutely it would be a lot should. of fun. And I think if we tie it into some event, we can do a dinner. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, like yeah, I said, I think, I think Aficionado greet, yes, already already like does this, but like, it's not, we're not stepping on their toes. Not like, no, like I don't think you are. We're not copying them. It's no. like a, a Hall of Fame is a Hall of Fame. You know yeah, what I mean? Everyone's no. got a Hall of Fame. That'd be awesome. I yeah. we do it. Are you writing these notes down, Finkel? Don't don't look at me. Laces like, out. Don't look at me like that, man. You should come. Like very, you should, I, actually, I can you come here and I want people to see the mustache. No, no, no. They're going to have to wait for that. I, I feel like you're the kind of guy like who you, you would like see a girl at a bar and then you would like lick your lips. I feel like that's, that's the vibe you're going to How do you know my moves? Oh. Don't steal my stuff. That's my material. Uh, Justin. Don't, don't put If he doesn't want to be put out there, don't put him out there. <laughs> I'm not going to. He might be on a 
poster in a yeah, post no, office right, he might, right yeah. now. I don't even think Justin's your real name anymore. You can end up losing followers. His new, his new name is Just In because he's just in and then he's just out. That's not bad. I'm good at this stuff, man. <laughs> I'm very good yeah, at creating. I, I deleted him. I won't. Put, I was going to show it to the. Show it to the world. Yeah, I won't do that. We'll, we'll wait. We'll give it one more week. Let's see no, if I can keep it. because next time I come in, I know it's going to be gone because I keep saying you got to keep it for. Or the you're going to be gone for the rest of your like, life. I feel like right now you're the kind of guy who like is going to cash out his 401k and move to the islands. You have no clue how bad they want to do that. That's a, a true story, by the way. I don't want to give too much detail about yeah. it, but that's a true story of a guy who who I worked with in the cigar industry. I'm not going to say his name. Some people out there who might be listening know who he is, but he he wasn't like a big time cigar. He was like a manager of a place, and he like said he was going away, um, and took out all his money, took out all his credit cards, his four hundred one ks, and moved to I think the Philippines. Changed his name under an alias. Yeah, under an alias, and then I found him on Facebook, or somebody found him on Facebook, and. So I was like, wait, that's not And that it was him. definitely him because he had shaved his beard and his mustache, but he was wearing a Crown Heads hat. He was not affiliated with Crown Heads, by the way. He was not affiliated with Crown Heads. But he, yeah. uh, that's he was just like, wearing oh, a cigar company hat. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely him. He lives in like Manila now. <laughs> True story. One of the craziest stories I've ever, I've ever heard You're definitely going to do that. You're going to come back at 50 years old just rich, but with a mustache still intact. Can only hope with the mustache still intact. I'm just not shaving the head. That's the only thing. I wouldn't do that. Like, I just imagine you with like stunner shades on, really tan, and like a mouthful of big league chew. Big league chew? Yeah. <laughs> You're like Matthew McConaughey's character in Beach Bum. I have to see that. Is that I was going to be, I was, I was almost banking that you were like, oh yeah, I've seen that movie. I love it. My buddy wants to watch Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Which is like one of those like worst movies ever. Like, oh, so I've never seen movies. that. Apparently, it's very very bad. <laughs> Sounds like a would a you fun rock night. a Hawaiian shirt? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got, see, got no, tons see, of Hawaiian that, shirts. If we go to Miami for like a work thing, that look with a Hawaiian shirt, oh, like, that'd yeah. be sick. I would do it. You're wearing a Hawaiian you? shirt, pink shorts. Just it's there's nothing wrong with that because it's just floral. It's it's, it's South Florida. Pink, I wore yeah, a picture some boat shoes. Yeah, boat yeah, shoes. Totally. Top hat, bandana. Dude, if we go to Miami this year, we should all just have mustaches. Oh, I would do it. I'm in. I'm already ready. How long, ready. Would, how long do, would it yeah. take me to think? I wonder how long it would take me to grow out my hair like that in the back. I don't know how long. How long does it usually take you to grow your hair out? Uh, I don't know. I want to speak back. for his. My shit goes like that. It doesn't flow. Well, yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to just. Yeah, you'd, you'd have, have to get your barber it, to yeah. style it. Yeah. Bro, you got to rock it. You got to pick it out. Rock the afro. My dad had an afro back in the day and a stash. Do I look like him? Should I do that? I don't know what your dad looks like, but no, I would no, totally no, was, rock that it. That was my inner monologue at being outward. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was my inner monologue just right let there. Just it, let, let it grow and just wear it shaggy. The hair? That's it. Yeah, especially down on the beach. Oh, yeah. But I'm no, not, I would definitely. I'm not going to the beach. I would shave all of do this the beach? off I don't, I'm not, and I'm do not a mustache. I'm not going to the beach. No, there's no beach. I'm not. No. I'm not, I'm not taking my shirt off in the sand. That's gross. Yeah, I have no shame anymore. I know I'm a big guy. I, I, I don't uh, care if I go swimming. I don't want the sand, and then there's a yes, kid there's, yeah. throwing melted ice cream at you. Like, I'm not going to the beach. I'll if do you don't want to be sandy everywhere, yeah, the beach is definitely not for you. I'll do Rafael Nadal's, like, pool. Yeah, like, yeah, his yeah. balcony the infinity his, pool. sick beach house he's always the posting. infinity pool with the lobster. Rafael, around. shoot us an invite, babe. <laughs> we'll come down there. But, no, man, this is a great idea. Yeah, I think we should do it. Yeah. Rafael Nadal is in the Hall of Fame. Yes, just because Infinity Pool. <clears throat> and also he's our boss, technically. Yeah. <laughs> 
I actually have a, f- I have a few more people pulled up on another list of... Um, Where's this list from? It's from Cigar Advisor, 12 cigar makers uh, that you need to meet. So you guys already said Nick Perdomo, Jonathan Drew, Jose Blanco, Tom Lazuka. Tom Lazuka, yeah, from um, CLE. We didn't did we say we didn't say Perdomo, but yeah, that would be a good Justin one. looks like he'd be inducted into the Hall of Game right yeah. now. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, it took me a while. Get out of here. It took me a while. High five in yourself though. That was That's a low bar. Yeah. I mean it's a handlebar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These, these Bro, jokes. I am really. Good. I love how I came in this I'm morning. I was like, "You look like a quarterback." Bar. I'm just gonna sit there and just look like this. Just do all the talking, please. For the reference, he. I'm, we're not gonna show him, but just Google if you don't know Gardner Minshew. He has those yeah. vibes, right? Th- yeah. Today. You're, you're rocking the Gardner. Yeah. Vibes. The long hair, the like the, ch- the chill vibe, all that. Like when we do an event, I want you to have that mustache hairdo. Just wear sunglasses, and when you're directing people, you got to say like, "Babe," all Dave. the time. And you gotta rock you your, over here, babe. You gotta rock your Canadian suit, your Canadian tux. I'm gonna work, rock it tomorrow. Okay. Who are more people on the list? Yeah. I, I oh know yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam uh, Lakia. Let's see. Oh, this is, that's a, this is a very very old list. Is it? Oh, it's, it's a very very old. It's list. a it's an old list. Rafael Nadal is on there. Yeah. Um, Eric Espinoza, Michael yeah. Giannini. Eric Espinoza's in it. Uh, Michael Giannini is. That's a tough one. I like why, Michael a why lot. Would it, why is it a tough one? He's been all, and around a lot of different places, and he's had some like hit or misses. Like Ventura gotcha. was successful. I don't even think he's doing that anymore. I haven't heard. I haven't heard boo out of Michael Giannini in a while, wow. a couple of years now, like since the pandemic, really. Yeah, uh, he came into the office, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when he was that. a general, like the the Laglore, like, he was in charge of Lagloria for a while. Did like amazing stuff with that, and then he did his foundry, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of renowned as like not. Not the best project that ever happened. He did do the Chillin' Moose, which went very much under the radar. Where's that, Rocky Patel stand for you? He, oh, he's in it. He's, yeah. in, he's in the Hall of Fame. Definitely. Was that it? Uh, there Tom Mazuka, I don't... I, I, I've met Tom once. He's a very nice guy, but he's... Who's he? Like, he, works his... for, he works with Christian Aroa for... Okay. Uh, a, I think Tom Mazuka is like in charge of Asylum. Okay, all so right. So he, he's had like an impact, but like... Tom, Tom's a great guy. I've met yeah. him once. Super nice guy. Very knowledgeable, but... In terms of, like, Christian is on the list. Like, Christian, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know about, about Tom. Uh, the last person on the list is Rick Rodriguez from CAO. Rodriguez, yeah. 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 I mean, pull up. A, oh, yeah, dude, if I talk about Sam Lucia, that's a name I haven't heard in, like, seven years. Sam the article's Lucia from was, uh, 2016. So yeah, Lucia, that's a bit old. That's four, Five. six years. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm awesome. Um, yeah, Sam Lucy hasn't been around for... I saw him on Facebook the other day. He hasn't been around in a while. He had a good brand. I liked... Uh, he was doing some cool stuff. Like, he was from somewhere... I want to say he was from Oliva originally, then he did his own thing. I don't know what he's doing now, but he was he was cool. Uh, but yeah, like, we, I definitely want, like, let's... I'll talk to our bosses. Like, I think this yeah, is... this would be awesome. We got to do it right. Like, I don't want some half-assed landing page. Yeah. I don't want it to look like... Not, not that you do this, but like... Like our blog page, just like the like what you have the availability to do with it. Yeah, no, we like want. I to, want it to be like awesome. You want to create a page from the ground floor up? Yeah, like yeah, we're, we're doing certain to do things. Some pages on or definitely. Anthony would be in the Hall of Fame, of course. He's got to be. <laughs> Anthony, this he was the founder of all this. Yeah, no. If we're t- if we're talking if we're, about if company we're talking hall about, of fame, talking about company hall of fame. Yeah, he's first ballot. Anthony is definitely. It's it's like Lou Rothman, Anthony. 
I'll, I'll admit, I'm on that list. Of course, yeah. I'm on. I'm on the JR. At, Hall at least, thing. at least he's at least he's being. Like, at least well, he's saying that because like, listen, you're I'm a guy in shit compared to anything else, which is it, bull well, crap. In these halls, I'm a you know I'm a big in deal. these halls. Uh, Christine, yeah, yeah, Christine's on a, a Hall of Fame. Steve Nathan's definitely on the oh, Hall yeah. of Fame. Like we got some legends. That's that here, starting man. five right we there. We got some legends here. Well, yeah, I want to see in the comments. Um, and maybe we'll do an Instagram poll as well. I want to see in the comments and on Instagram poll. Where uh, do you want us to do a cigar hall of fame? And who would you like? Just as we're not, we're not going to take this at face value, but who has the audience? Who would you like to see inducted into a cigar hall of fame? Yep. Um, that's all I got yeah. for now. That's so great. Um, thank make you. Make sure to check out other episodes. Last week was Sean. Sean Williams from Cohiba. We have some cool stuff coming up. Um, I don't want to make the announcement just yet, but we should be announcing um, bringing back one of our more beloved 50th blends uh restocking that um as a, as a limited edition for the year we're going to also be doing it with our cdm store so some cool stuff to come with that so uh keep watching like and subscribing and uh keep shopping that jr cigar <laughs>